So this is going to be a little combo. It's My Day Friday, obviously. I am Anthony. I'm Carla Murray. We're based here in the fantastic Pacific Northwest city of Seattle. And mystical. And this this actually is one of the magical days in Seattle. It looks beautiful outside. Okay, and I just laugh at everyone back east who's like, isn't it raining in Seattle all the time? Like, no, buttheads. It's negative eight right now in New York, and it is blue skies here in Seattle. But we are going to add Leslie to the podcast for My Day Friday. Hi. This is something that most of the people that audition for our show will not get the opportunity to do. Oh, my God. Because most of their auditions end on a Thursday. Thursday, yeah. But they've also had an extra last call podcast that Leslie did not have on Monday. Yeah, so, so it all, it all balances out. out. I'm doing math and it hurts. All right, let's jump into the podcast. Welcome to the party. So Leslie has been on Last Call podcast with us all week, and I did tell her that My Day Friday is different, and we talk different in My Day Friday than Last Call. Yes. So we need an accent or maybe what character would you like to play no, on the Monday BSing Friday? Me so you should hard. be Bushwick. No, no, it's all it's all character. You want me stuff. to be Bushwick? So Leslie does this character on her is it only on Instagram? I do it on Instagram and YouTube, but no one ever clicks a link anymore, at least online. Yeah. So I so I just do Instagram really. Okay. Yeah. It's I actually, watch them on Instagram. It's really funny. Thank you. So if Bushwick, Bushwick were on our podcast after auditioning to be on our morning show, what would she say? Um, she'd probably be super excited to be in Seattle because there's a lot of really trendy places to buy different mason jars and things like that around here. Um, so thank you guys so much for having me. I really appreciate it. <laughs> what are you doing with your mouth? Yeah, where did you get that That's from? how she talks. I just knew someone like that and I was like, I have to make this a character. <laughs> she wasn't into makeup. So Bushwick is like, basically she does makeup videos and stuff mm-hmm. on Instagram. Um, and the girl that I know that speaks a little bit like that does not do that at all. It was just like kind of combining my okay. desire to do like pseudo makeup videos and that voice. But when you, I don't... I, not really remembering too well, but when you do the makeup, you don't do it well, right? No, I don't okay. do it well. She's genuinely trying. Like, the joke of it is not that she's doing that. Like, not that she's doing the makeup poorly. It just happens that she's doing That's it what poorly. I so she thinks she's doing it well. Yeah, and it's she not. also has a sidekick named Top Knot. I usually have a Top Knot yes. hairdo, and I'll be like, hey, it's me, Bushwick, and my sidekick, Top Knot. He's a little angry today, which is why he's falling. So... Yeah. You do, and this is one of my favorite parts about Leslie. She is very creative. Thank you. Very creative. Uh, but let's let's just thank you. So you know that you've heard the Monday Friday podcast. You've heard mm-hmm. us talking about it. Mm-hmm. We're just hanging out, kind of just chilling, but yeah, uh, shooting but I, the you know. I did find this article, Carla Marie, from Refinery Twenty Nine. You were checking Refinery Twenty Nine. I check all the sources. It's one all of my time. Faves, all the actually. sources. All the sources. All the time. Uh, everything millennials were accused of killing in 2018. Oh, I love these things. Okay, tell Hit me with it. So, uh, millennials have already been accused in past years of killing uh, the, what are the, what do you call like the Chili's and Applebee's types yes. restaurants? Like sit down casual. Chain, like down. casual chain. Yeah, mm-hmm. sit down casual. Okay, so. Is Top Sheet on there? No, Top Sheet is not on here. So apparently millennials don't use a Top Sheet, which you said you do, Leslie. Remind me what that is again. Oh, it's Top Sheet on a bed. I thought yeah. you meant like a cover sheet on a cover letter or something. No. I was like, no, I do that. No. Um, no uh, yeah, no, a Top Sheet. I 100% do Same. I use one as well. Because also, doesn't it usually come in a set where you get the fitted yeah, sheet? Yeah, where are you putting the... that other sheet? Yeah, you, you like have Halloween to go costume. out of your way. <laughs> yeah, for all the toga <laughs> and uh, the ghost parties I'm yeah. going to. All right, so here are the things millennials were accused of okay. killing in 2018. Bars. Apparently, I, no one's going to bars anymore. What? what did I tell you? That I doesn't si- sound 
True. Here's why. I said to Anthony, I read an article. It was only about millennials and how this generation is the first generation that doesn't want to go anywhere but their apartment and their home on the weekend because all week long, we work these insane hours. Our brains are just nonstop. We're in our phones. We're at... At work, our work becomes our life, and then on the weekends, we just want to melt into our couch and watch Netflix. And I said that to him, and he was all like, that's stupid. There's no way. Blah, no, blah, blah. I think blah. there are some people who do it, but I don't think it's the majority. It is the no, majority. No, I do agree with Carla Marie now that I hear your explanation, because I think you're absolutely right. Like, we endure more stimulation from phones. From, like, we're just immediately contactable. Versus people who maybe were working the same hours, but they weren't being pulled in all the different directions that we are now a few decades ago. That's true. And people are going at each, like, oh, you want to come over and watch this on Netflix? And that's what's happening. Yeah, because you just want to chill. You don't have to put on any airs. Also, you don't have to rely on bars for dating anymore. So that's also probably yeah, a big true, component yeah. of it. Yeah, I guess you don't have to go to a bar to have sex anymore. No. You can you literally just, just swipe a stranger and you they show up. You swipe a stranger yeah, and they, they come, just come to your, to your apartment. Door. Yeah, yeah, mail yeah. order. It's like yes. Uber Eats, but for the D. Ew. I'd use that app. I would not. I would just rather have Uber Eats. Uber I'd rather have a mozzarella stick. And can they bring me food as well? Yeah. What if? What if it's? What if they combined Uber it? Uber D eats. What if? It, <laughs> that what sounds if they like a weird name. What if they combined Uber and Bumble, or Uber and Hinge? And but would you be swiping on the snack? Is it like, oh, this is yeah. Jason, and he a, has a salami sandwich? Like, I don't know. Yeah. What? Is it he, would have to be the whole package. It's like I like Jason. But I also don't like fish sandwiches, so I'm not going to swipe on Oh, no, on that's him. silly. I don't like that. I just want to know the food. Yeah. So it would be fun food. to swipe yeah. on the food. But <laughs> at the same time, I would like to know what this man is looking like. All right. The like. next thing that uh, millennials were accused of killing in 2018. This one is so stupid. Beer. Do you mean like taking Why? it to an annoying level? Like they're just not drinking beer anymore. So we're drinking cider. Because beer is gluten and we're all gluten free. No. I don't think that's even true, though, because the amount of guys, including Gordon, that I hear talking about IPAs is, yeah. like, so high. No, so everyone's over that. this on the list, and it's like, this is why I don't trust lists. Okay. The global percentage of beer sales mm-hmm. dropped 1%. <laughs> and they're like, oh, you're killing beer. No, it dropped yeah, but 1%. I'm sure there's regular fluctuation yeah. also within beer. Like, beer's been around for centuries. I'm sure there was a period of time where it was not as popular. Yeah. You know what's killing beer? Things like um, Seattle Cider Co. Yeah. here. They've got their seltzer, which is amazing, and it's healthier than drinking there are a lot beer. Of, well, there probably is way more sugar, though. No? Nope. Huh, interesting. Yes, uh, I am endorsing thing the that millennials <laughs> have been accused of killing, mayo. Uh, Really? No, I do I like feel mayo. like everyone I, I talk I to doesn't like mayo, but I do. I like mayo when it's in stuff. Like I like if it's mixed into like a pasta salad or something. I don't love it on its own on a ham sandwich. See, I, I'm fine with the ham sandwich. I like it. Like I'm not gonna eat spoonfuls of it. Oh, gross! That. But I don't. I like mayo. I gagged because it's my gen, genuine thing to do when I hear mayo because of Danielle from Elvis' <laughs> show gagging. Here's why though. Because when you're cutting back and you're trying to eat healthy, the first oh, thing yeah. to go is condiments. That's what I was just thinking. I was going, oh, it's not about that we all just happen to dislike mayo. It's because it's the health factor. We yeah. probably are the most nutrition savvy generation. Oh, yeah. I disagree. No. I disagree. And I, I'll tell you no. why. Of course you do. But please tell me why. I would say we were, even though we probably weren't conscious about it as a society, like pre-World War II. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, think about, think about this for a I second. I know, I know, I know, I know. 
Okay. People were making their own food. There wasn't as much canned or boxed or like d- TV dinners weren't a thing. Like all of those things No, but you're exactly right. It's because of World War II. Yeah. That's when the spam came. That's yes. when the mayo came because you needed, and you so, needed fat because you had no food. So it wasn't a bad thing yes. to have a oh, slab we didn't of know mayo. Cheese was bad. Yeah, but I'm saying because even cheese at the time, when you're. I love cheese. When you're growing up in a place where you went to your local market, essentially farmers markets we weren't a butchers. trendy thing. It was just the thing. Like that's where you got your food. Yeah, that's food like what you called point. the grocery store was like a market. Yeah. yeah. Um, those people living in those generations were probably unintentionally way more health conscious than we are now because they weren't like, oh, which kind bar am I eating today? And it was just, I'm going to eat some peanuts because I right. want them. That's different than being health conscious, though. True. That's just being unknowingly healthier. Now right. I think I stand by my statement of health conscious because we are conscious right. of our okay. choices. All right, She's I'll right. take that. Yes, I, I win. Thank Leslie you. Right. You don't win. <laughs> I win. You win by one yes. for Leslie. Wow. Thank you, Carla Marie. Uh, American cheese. I love it. It's something it. that millennials oh, have. I love American cheese, though. It's so In a good. piece of plastic? It's yeah. so good. Oh, my God. When you put nothing melts as well as that type of cheese in the plastic on a grilled cheese, and then you dip oh, it in ketchup. Man. Ooh. Is that girl. ketchup, but. No. It's so good. American cheese from a deli? Yes. No, but I'm, even the plastic kind of so good when you put it on French. When we were talking about cheese fries, and when you want the American cheese, no. like that nice plastic you sheen. You give me a half a pound of like ham and a thing of Kraft Singles. I'll roll those bad boys up. Yes. Bam. No, the bologna steel tight. I love American cheese, cheese in my mac and cheese. Like, no, that's disgusting. What? Wait, in American know. cheese, I do Fontina Gruyere and a sharp the cheddar. F that means. Fontina is a Dutch cheese. Gruyere okay. is a French cheese. And they have a kind of like earthy flavor. I, mac and cheese and earthy don't go <laughs> yeah. well together. I just think want... about Do you like truffle mac and cheese? Yes. There I, you go. That's I an earthy flavor. Very earthy. The blue box. Give me Kraft mac you and cheese. Annie's. Yeah, Annie's, but just give me that boxed mac and cheese Velveeta. See, I like out of all the box mac and box mac and cheeses, I like Velveeta the best because I like the sound it makes when you. Yeah, the, yeah. The, my like, mom used to make us mac yeah. and cheese growing up. It was oftentimes it was mac and cheese and broccoli. Ooh, healthy. That's good. Which yeah. is pretty good. But I realized she was just making her own homemade mac and cheese with Velveeta. She would take like a whole brick of the Velveeta Ew. and some milk <laughs> and just. Dump it in there. I'm like, so you could have just bought the box. What is Velveeta? Because it's not quite cheddar cheese. Otherwise, it's it would America, just be called it, cheddar cheese. Right? It's it also just American cheese. But oh, it's wait, also it not is. refrigerated. You buy it on the regular aisle in a box, yeah. which is Well, because odd. it's not real That's food. We all, we're all under the we understanding know that, right, yeah. that it's I, not real food. I, for the last year, maybe longer, maybe two years, have not bought anything that's like, not produced. What is the word? Processed. Processed. And other than like tortilla chips, but they're gluten-free vegan. Like, I don't buy processed stuff okay. anymore. Good for you. And it's been life-changing. Wait, can I ask you guys this? Do you, like, if and when you have children, will you, like, how will you feed them? Like, making my own baby food, probably. Yeah, my okay. cousin did that. But then, at the same time. She's going to smush her own peas with her feet and then yeah. feed her children. <laughs> they are blunders. At the same time, I think I do need to, like, lick a table, eat some peanuts, like, get some yes. things in your system so that you're not Like, you don't want those to be bubble, bubble boy. boy. Jinx, right? Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Like, I'm okay with my kids going to a McDonald's every once in a while. Because you also don't want them to never have it and then, like, splurge when they go to their friend's house for the first time and they can have chicken nuggets. Yeah. And, uh, like, and with allergies and stuff, because you brought up peanuts, I don't know if that helps at all, but, like, I was actually allergic to olives when I was a baby. But when you're Middle Eastern, they don't give a damn. They're just like, you're going to eat these goddamn (laughs) olives. What happened? Was baby Anthony just pooping his. Oh, yeah, like butt rashes and stuff, apparently. We all had butt rashes. But apparently it was, like, really bad with. Olives. Anyway, but they just, <laughs> I don't know so if there's any truth to it. Like, if you just force feed someone something and they're just not allergic at some point. No, my friend no. Keiko, uh, her baby Anderson had just turned one. And when they were over at my apartment, she was like, oh, I have to give her these. And they were like, looked like Cheetos, but they're 
from like Trader Joe's yeah. and they're healthy and they're peanut flavored. And she said that that's what the doctor recommended, recommends to introduce them to peanuts now. But what, why did peanuts all of a sudden become deathly? This crazy thing is it just because before like modern medicine and stuff, people just died and didn't have peanut allergy mm-hmm. babies? I mean, I think to a degree, but obviously within the last century, I don't think that's why. I just think, I mean, partially, I think that, I mean, things are changing in our environment. Like you have to yeah. think about what variables have changed, and then Everything. like so. I mean, you'd really have to make like a chart to yeah. really like actually to find answer the that question of where, where this yeah, is like of where that happened, but. In terms of allergies, I think part of it is, like, it's kind of in fashion, unfortunately, to have, like, sensitivities to things. I've got them. I'm not talking about, like, when someone has celiacs or if you, like, genuinely have those. But, Mm -hmm. like, I think sometimes people are like, oh, my stomach hurts. And it's like, well, maybe it's because you ate two pounds of pasta in one sitting and not because of the gluten (laughs) in the pasta. That's true. True. I'm not talking about everyone here. Just, like, I think numbers-wise, there's no way that the amount of people that claim to have allergies truly have allergies. Like, Carla Marie has, what what are your... Uh, sensitivities, tomatoes, and... Which, like, I have acid reflux, too. We talked about this. Yeah. Colin Marie and I, we can't eat raw tomatoes. You can't have any red sauce, right? I can. No, I, I'm i not supposed... I tested that I have an allergy to tomatoes, figs, dates. Sorry, okay. tomatoes, dates, something else. Now, what happens when you have those foods? I don't know. Because so here, I didn't know. Whereas my... I have extreme pain if I eat raw tomatoes. I just think we're at a point in society where we, we have so much information... You're like right. 50 years ago, Carla Marie would have existed in this world. She would have never sent her blood or spit or whatever to the DNA company and just would have gone on throughout life not knowing okay, she had this a sensitivity. Is my, well, I'll tell you what. Chard, tomato, millet, and rye. I don't know what that and there was Millet? Isn't that what they drank dates, back in like the dates. medieval days? No, that's mead. Millet oh, is man. a grain. <laughs> so I've and I've also done uh 23 Me, which told me I'm at risk for celiac disease and things like millet and rye. Are along in the gluten okay. family, yeah. so I tread lightly so that I'm not like eating French fries every day and then firing up that celiac there. Just fired up. Yeah. The other thing I would say: Are you guys familiar with Maslow's hierarchy of needs? Um, no. So essentially, what it is is it's like a pyramid, and it essentially talks about the basic needs of humans. So it's things like sex, it's things like food, it's things like water. So essentially, what happens? I'm going to butcher it a little bit in the explanation. Go for it. But long story short. You know, right now, like, you guys and I, like, we live in the first world, so we have access to medicine. So oh, we're, yeah. we're able to worry about things. Okay, I have heard this, yes. That maybe people in a third world country that's war-torn are not able to worry about. Yeah. So, I like, don't think they know they're allergic to chard. Exactly. I don't yeah. even know what that is. So Me it's either. one of those things where, where, like, statistically, we might be seeing more allergies and stuff because we have, like, the luxury of worrying yeah. about it. Whereas when world wars were going on, people might not have There was actually this. And, it's called, no, Mazel Tov is what Jews say to congratulate each other. You're privileged enough to not worry about all of life's <laughs> yeah, other Maslow. problems. Yeah, no, um, okay. Maslow's hierarchy of needs. There was, and I might butcher this as well, but there was a, a study that my friend it was back in like World War II times was was telling Your me about. Your friend from World War II. Yeah, yeah. No, he was telling me this happened. <laughs> Apparently, during World War II in London, there were like no reports of any any mental illness because people just weren't. It's like you're going to deal with your problems right now, which is very much as the keep calm and carry on British mentality. Yeah, also, that's by the true. way. But yeah. it was just yeah. When, but to go to that study or whatever theory yeah. that you have, yeah. When things are completely out of whack, you don't, you don't have, have time. time. You're not like, wow, Bruce seems a little off today. Have we thought about him maybe having seasonal affective disorder? Like that's <laughs> no, not happening. We're just trying to get clean water. Uh, yeah. Large turkeys and canned tuna are the last two things on the everything large millennial. Large turkeys. Large turkeys. We're still eating turkeys, 
Apparently they're smaller. We're ordering smaller turkeys. Is it because we don't like our families, so we're ordering smaller turkeys for ELS friends? I think just families are smaller in general. Oh, that's true, because also, especially among more educated people, they're having less children. And, there you go. And canned tuna? And canned tuna. Yeah, I never was a fan. I don't eat canned oh, chicken so good, but well, I've but never had canned like a chicken. tuna salad with like the crackers or whatever. Yeah, no, I love like tuna often. salad with like shredded cheddar and like a pickle. Yeah, and did you, you put, put it on a, a piece of American cheese on there too? Yeah, sometimes I'll rip it up and put it on it. I'm not <laughs> even kidding. And then you do it with like a little saltine action, a Diet Coke. Oof, Long Island summers. That, is that what makes you think of Long yeah, Island summers? Yeah. No, my mom used to have. Um, What's that really big tuna company? Is it Star? Starkist. Starkist. Yeah. They would the have chicken these, of the sea. Yeah. They would have these packages, and it was essentially like a a quick tuna salad you can make whenever you want. So it was like the can of tuna. You flip it over into the bowl that's on its lid, and then it's like crackers and mayo, and you mix it all together, and that's your meal. And my mom used to have because my mom, my parents used to work yeah. mm-hmm. all the time, so we'd have like chunky soup that and Lipton soup. That's what what, what our closet was filled with our, our pantry. So you guys could like feed yourselves. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. we'd Ours go home and that's what we'd make. I, I soup and hostess cupcakes. Soup. What was that? Soup and hostess cupcakes. <gasps> hostess cupcakes. I used to always get the Entman's cake with the chocolate devil's food with like the white marshmallow frosting on top. Ooh, that was like our dessert treat. Yeah. Uh, what else do I have here? Oh, then the other thing I, I printed out was the tips to mind to stop mindlessly snacking, which I feel like we shouldn't go into now because we're I'm just starving. talking. About- I'm so so hungry, yeah. and now all I want is tuna salad. Um, Carla Marie, <laughs> yeah. as I mean, we talked about it a little bit on the the main show. So Leslie is our third contestant, and you're going to hear a little behind the scenes now, Leslie, of oh. the, uh, the contest that you're a part of. How do you feel like the contest itself is going so far? Overall, it's been very interesting, and I don't want to say like self-reflecting isn't the right way. Uh, Leslie's driving me nuts right now because she's scratching with a pen on the table, and it's making me twitch. I'm really sorry. I just can't like keep my hands still. <laughs> okay. Sorry. And we've been able to. So Leslie's been going great. So each week has been so different for Anthony and I in this room, and it's like we've done a completely different show yeah. three times. And it's just been crazy having different people in here. And if Leslie gets a job, we are getting her a quiet felt-tip pen. Well, you well know, I need you know that. What she's, doing and... she's, she's writing on one piece of paper on a hard surface. Yeah. So if you put that paper, yeah. But what I really want, if I get this job, I told both of you a little bit earlier, I really mm-hmm. want to get like a giant sponge mat so that way I can like she do slams all those. And... I slams, I pounds, I. I do that. I've gotten better. You know, for someone who is on stage and very presents Aware. herself very confidently, yeah, you have a lot of like weird nervous tics. Kind of. I told you, I have like, I have like diagnosed anxiety. So, like, it has to go somewhere. So, it's like, it just comes out in weird. But what do you do when you're on stage? You're not drawing. On stage, I'll be like, if I'm doing improv, you mean, or like stand up? Either one. If I'm doing stand up, I'm holding the microphone. So, like, I have something to do. In your hand. And also, do you ever notice that stand ups do all that weird stuff with the wire? Yeah. Like, they'll like walk over. Yeah. Like, I always do, like, I call it rope work, like, joke, like, I talk about it. So, I do that. And then with improv, I'll like put my leg up on a chair. Or whatever, like I'll stand kind of like a pirate and like watch the scene. I don't know. It's just like whatever. I, for this whole contest, um, I think up until this point at least, I can positively say that it's gone exactly as I predicted with the first three people. What did you predict about me? <laughs> so I'll go. I'll go in order because the next the next four I don't really know what Much. to expect. Yeah, right. totally. But the first three people. So it started with Erica. And with Erica, what I knew, I knew her strength was going to be the fact that in the studio, it was going to be the most calm and organized feeling because she does radio. Yeah. And she's a producer, so she understands how to make other things easier for 
the host. Totally. Whereas I'm like playing Hugh in between yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. But no, like Erica would do things like if Carla Marie mentioned something we wanted to do later, she would literally write a note. Mm-hmm. Or like be like, hey, do you want me to post that on the website? Because she's an iHeartRadio employee, so she, she can do all how, of those yeah. things. Oh, cool. So the the general feeling in the studio was probably the most at ease with Erica. Yeah, for sure. And she was great on air as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's a cutie patootie. I've seen her pictures in her video, and she just like yeah. looks like a cute, sweet person. Um, and there were definitely a couple people that didn't like Erica or her voice or whatever, but that it's going to happen with yeah. everybody. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And we let people, we kind of open it up for everyone to be judgy McJudgers. Yeah. And it's, it's a different voice every week, so it's just going to be shocking every Monday mm-hmm. or Tuesday. Of, like, who is this? Yeah. So I knew I knew that, and that's essentially what we got with Erica, right? Yeah. The other, and then with Evan was week two. I knew that he was going to be the, I guess you could call him, like, not the biggest fan favorite, but he was going to be. The most. The mo- the easily easiest liked. Easily easy, the most easy, most, the most easily liked. Yes. Yeah. Only because. He was self-deprecating. He's got his accent, which, which although for some people is a huge turnoff. Yeah, some I think it's cool. He has it. such a, a British yeah. accent. Sign me up. Um, but I also knew that the the thing I questioned with Evan was going to be like the depth of what we can get out of him. Mm-hmm. Like our biggest concern behind the scenes was okay, he can be funny at times. He's got his, this accent. We got but after after the accent, like what do we get? We got mm-hmm. stuff, and we did. We did. So it was, but it was still kind of what I expected. Like most of people. He probably had the most positive text messages because he mm-hmm. also stood out the most. Yeah, totally. And, and he then, is genuinely likable from what I've seen. But here's what I noticed with Leslie, and it's kind of exactly what I expected yeah, we as knew well. This. <laughs> we knew that Leslie was going to be polarizing for people because of two things. Because of the way you sometimes speak. Because it's it's a direct. No, no. Because it's I just direct. gave Anthony a look. <laughs> yeah. Because it's direct. And yeah. it's unapologetic. And yeah. it's confident. Yeah. And certain people love that, and some people take that as being condescending or stuck up, stuck arrogant, up or whatever. the list goes on. But the <laughs> other thing that I knew we were going to get with with Leslie was there was going to be a, a – the people that loved Leslie were going to love her the hardest, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Right yeah, or they're, die. They're you know what I mean? like, this is different than anything we've heard on the radio. I mean, yeah, Evan's accent was different, but she brings – she's – intelligent her opinions are different her views are different the way she looks at things and and formulates her thoughts out loud are different than the way you and i do and most people on the radio do and the people that like leslie smarter jobs yeah the people that (laughs) like leslie and connect with leslie connect because they see themselves in leslie or they see something they would like to attain agreed in leslie oh that's so cool or they're threatened by something they see in leslie where the people who I think we're turned off. Yeah, I'm a pretty intimidating woman. <laughs> no, but, but, but it's exactly what I expected, yeah. too. You know, and it's... Yeah. And the rest, for us, is going to yeah, be the Wild know. West. I'm excited no to idea. see, yeah, what happens. And, like, it'll be fun, I think, for listeners to, like, hear you guys be surprised, like, with we, them. We will yeah. be. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So we know we have Reese. After Reese is Ellen. We don't know either of them other than... Mm-hmm. Um, and then Alabama. Then Alabama Instagram. a little bit. Cool. But I don't... I've never met her in person. No. And she's worked in radio or no? Yes. yes she's she's the worked in radio. Only person that has real radio experience. experience. Okay, cool. Like was an actual host. Like on air and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then there's Katie, who we've only met again in that that conference room. Yeah. And she is the pity. She has the pit bull, yes. Yeah. Cool. Are you excited? I the what when you originally asked me like how this contest has been going for me, the first word I thought was exhausting. True, very true. And a lot of it has been, and this isn't a bad thing, but people like Erica and Leslie were coming from out of town. And not that we had to babysit you at all. I mean, we really only did two things with you mm-hmm. that were 
not us being at work or whatever, but it's a lot of like, okay, I gotta, I gotta be on my A game, make sure this person is okay, and babysitting's not the right word. Are they but, in their hotel no, room I, safely? Are they could, in their Uber safely? Yeah. Things like that. Just okay. extra things. To think Anthony, about. you never once checked if I was in my hotel or my Uber safely. I mean, you texted me when you landed. Or you actually didn't, even though I asked you to. Oh, yeah, you, you told text- me to. That's true. My me mom too. loves that you guys both the checks. I did text you, Carla Marie. Okay, yeah. Um, no, but you guys were, were were good about that. I was like, I know I'll be taken care of, like, in the sense of, again, like, not feeling babysat, but being like, I know that if I need something, right. I can, like, hit oh, you guys you did. up. You came over and you worked out in my gym. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My gym that I have. Yes, my, my personal gym. Penthouse. No, but that was great because my where I was staying didn't have a hotel. Right. didn't have a gym because it's from the 1800s, so I didn't have that <laughs> ability. in a Victorian hotel. It was so cool, actually. I loved it. Um, I think we're good for the podcast, Carla. Yeah, we got like super medical this week. It was weird. Medical. Oh, we did talk about like medical and smart and smart people things. And that's probably because Leslie was here. Yeah. Wait, what medical thing do we talk about? Your Mazel Tov pyramid. That's not medical. That's the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. It's anthropological. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. People who follow their passion while working their regular jobs know how to hustle. Get inspired by their drive. Join Carla Marie as she chats with a new side hustler every week. Good things happen to those who hustle. So get motivated and start your own side hustle.